Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulullah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. One of the things that you find very consistently throughout the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you notice that there were many, many, many extremely heavy and difficult challenges that the Prophet faced on many different levels. On a personal level, in terms of losing six out, of, six out of his seven children during his lifetime, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Later on in his life, a lot of Muslims may not realize this, but he also did go through a divorce with Sayyidah Hafsa radiallahu anha. They did end up patching things up, you could say, and, and reconciling. But the point is, there are many, many different challenges the Prophet went through, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. On top of that, you have everything that he went through in Mecca, for example, with Quraysh. Imagine his own uncle, Abu Lahab, who used to love him so very much, who was extremely excited when he got the news when the Prophet was born, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he freed, he freed the girl that came and gave him that news. He was, he was so excited. There was so much love for this nephew of his, for this son of his brother. There was so much love, but then all of a sudden when La ilaha illallah was on the table, then he completely changed for the worse. And we ask Allah to protect us from having that type, from following that type of path. We ask Allah to protect us from that. Imagine the different challenges that he went through, the weight on his shoulders, the disrespect that he was shown, the slander that he went through, and he never wronged anyone ever, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before the age of 40, when he was 40 and after the age of 40, he never wronged anyone, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah testifies to this one. Allah says, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Imagine Allah testifying to his character, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How significant that is. When Al-Azim, the greatest, says something is great, that's extremely significant because of the one who's saying it. So when Al-Azim says something is Azim, then, then we should really underline that with with, you know, with, with a, not just a permanent marker, but not, not a thin point, but a, a, a thicker point. To really, really highlight this and to think about it. As much as the Prophet went through at different phases in his life, وسلم, so that's one thing that you notice, that there was one challenge after another. You look at the challenges that he went through in Mecca in totality, the challenges that he went through in Medina in totality, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So you find many, many challenges, one after another, after another. You notice that on one hand, but then on the other hand, you notice something else, and this is what I want to really highlight. The Prophet never allowed it, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to get to him to the point where whatever he was going through, he never used that as an excuse to mistreat anyone. He never used that as an excuse to speak to somebody in a wrong way. He never used it as an excuse to go and harm anyone. He never took out his anger on anyone. He never let something boil up over here and then he spilled it over here on a completely innocent person, on someone who may have nothing to do with whatever he was going through. The Prophet ﷺ was so amazing he didn't take it out on others, nor did he take it out on that person or those people in those circumstances. So you look at the self-control the Prophet had and whatever he was going through at home, he never let it spill over onto people in the community. And whatever he was going through with the community, he never let it spill over onto people at home. 
So when we come across this ayah, it's really worth keeping in mind. And seerah is not something that we can ever get enough of. Right? It's not like someone, they, they go through the seerah, you know, from, it could be one resource or another, it could be one book or another, one lecture series or another. One. There are so many resources out there, there's so much nu- nutrition, there's so many iman vitamins that we can take. But regarding seerah specifically, as healthy as somebody may be or may not be in terms of their iman, their action, their practice, wherever they're at, seerah is something that's supposed to be a never-ending cycle for the Muslim. That we, we, maybe we complete one series and then we start another. We go through one source and then we, we go to another. And there's this constant flow. It's supposed to be more like a river than a lake. It's not supposed to be stagnant. It's supposed to be flowing and flowing and flowing. And then through that, we constantly benefit. We constantly benefit. There's no, the, the, it's no coincidence that Qadi Iyad, who was one of the, the most well-known compilations, one of the most well-known books of Sirah, he named it Shifat. There's so much healing that we can derive, right, in terms of things at home, in terms of things in the community, at work, at school, in whatever capacity, in the marketplace. There, there's so much benefit that we can take from the Sirah of the Prophet. There's so much healing that we can derive from the Sirah of the Prophet. And when we do that, we should become people who are not only healed, but we also become people of healing for others. On one hand, hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. If people have been hurt and they don't heal, it's not their fault they were hurt, but it is their responsibility to heal. Hurt people, hurt people. And the opposite is true. Healed people, heal people. And the best example of what it means to live in that way is for us to learn about the Prophet and then to try to live like the Prophet. We ask Allah to make us healed people who heal people, and we ask Allah to protect us from being hurt people who hurt people. Amni Rabbil Alameen wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil